When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Today today is a national holiday, Pat. It is yes. the first official full squad workout for the Minnesota Twins down in Florida, where you report uh, on Royce Unchained this time of year. Yes, yes, I do. I uh, missed the last two years, but uh, it's, it's nice to be back. I mean, uh, uh, I, I've told you guys this before. We're celebrating the 50th anniversary of my first spring training in 1974. Wow. wow. Now, those were the drinking days. That's when spring training was really something. But, uh, you know, and you uh, were writing two cycles for the St. Paul paper, the Pioneer Press and the Dispatch, and squeezing a little drinking in between. That was a long day, man. But uh, A couple you know, of cocktails for lunch. Yeah, you know. yeah it, was, uh, it was fantastic. But Orlando was, uh, it was a lot of fun back then because the access, obviously, you could run all over the place and uh, just walk in and uh, – do do uh you know do anything you wanted to we got a little more restrictive now but it's okay it's still fun and uh uh it's the first official day today i talked I had a good talk with louis uh, varlin yesterday i still think they got to look at him as a starter because they only have this d sclafani is uh is you can't they, they got him penciled in as number five now but the guy coming here with a bad elbow yeah he's but in he, he's in pre-operation for tommy john surgery yeah, I think. yeah and you know who uh you know where louis brother gus is wound up with nope. the dodgers Oh. The, he's on the 40 man with the Dodgers. He was drafted by the Dodgers, signed with the Dodgers. The Brewers took him in the rule five last year. He was pitching good early in the year and he got some kind of injury. I think he got hit with a ball or something. And uh, when he came back, he got hammered around and the uh, Brewers put him back on waivers and the Dodgers, Dodgers took him back for half money. If he doesn't stay that, you know, it used to be, used to be a hundred, it used to be fifty thousand, and then you could get him back for twenty five. Now it's a hundred thousand. You can get him back for fifty. So the Dodgers took him back, and he's on the forty man out there. It would. Uh, I don't know if they're looking for big help, big big uh, bullpen help uh, that he could squeeze into that bullpen. But uh, that, that'd be a pretty good gig being there with Otani and the boys. Uh, yeah. Are you so on on Louis Varland? Are you are you buying him as a starter? Because the Twins, Falvey, they they're pushing him. Hey, we like him as a starter. Are you buying yes. him as a starter? Yeah, I know who really likes him as a reliever. Our manager, Rocco Baldelli, after yes. what he saw last year in September. But I really don't think they have any option. I, I think they have to look at him as a starter now because, you know, uh, uh, when's going to become the first uh, crisis as far as the starters are concerned? March 20th or so? You know, I mean, you got to go. Next week. 
yeah, I mean, it could be any time with Steve uh, Sclafani. By the way, I uh, I already sent in the column like yesterday, and uh, he was mentioned in there twice. And uh, uh, I've been informed by my editor Chris Miller that I spelled his name twice wrong both times. Two different, <laughs> two different variations, two different ways, of- but wrong. So I'm, you know, I'm good luck to him. I don't have anything against him, but. <laughs> It's going to be July. But if I can't spell your name, you're gone. It's going to be July before I'll even be. be, Discla, Discla, not not going to work here anymore. I've never seen a a guy with the L right after the S. You always just got to put an I in there because you think you're talking about an Italian. So, yeah, you know, you got to put it. You got to throw an extra vowel in there. Yeah, Yeah, somewhere. (laughs) Doesn't work. But I I think they got to look at him that way. And, uh, uh, and you know, I'm a big believer that in that you this all we got to stretch them out. We got to have them stretched out to be a starter. You can have a long man in the bullpen. I I still say you can have a long man in the bullpen and let some guy pitch four innings. And you know, if he hasn't pitched in two days, let him go out and throw fifty pitches in the bullpen. I I think the guy can be on your club, but they if he doesn't if he's not in the five man rotation, he'll be in St. Paul. Because uh, that's just the way they do things now. But uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I still you know. Jim Perry. Now this is a ancient times. But uh, uh, what if you if you look back at the 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 real successful teams in the middle? He'd pitch. He was their long reliever and spot starter, and he'd end up pitching about 130 innings. You know. So I. And then he became a Cy Young winner. Winner became yeah. became a starter. So I. I I still think he'd have a long man, but I'll never win that argument with these geniuses. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, he's he's probably going to be insane. He's a uh, he's a fired up kid, though, man. He's uh, I you know I, I like his attitude for sure because you know he's the all time winning wrestler at North St. Paul. Uh, he won. He started as a seventh grader, one hundred and three pounder, and uh, ended up at. Uh, at the state meet at 160 as a senior, but he weighed about 185 all summer, so he had to take 25 pounds off to uh, to uh, wrestle back then. But those guys are all nuts. I I love wrestlers in any any other sport. I I'll take a wrestler anytime because yeah, they they're have tough. The man. That now, cauliflower ear toughness is what they have. And I asked him how many of his wrestling teammates played baseball. He said zero. <laughs> they are not. They are not really compatible sports. Oh, too often. No, no, they're not really. So do, <laughs> does he care about starting or, or coming out of the bullpen? Like, what's his attitude about this? Now I heard this story not from him, but from somebody else. When they they called over to, or they sent over a message to Toby Gardenhire to have him having uh he was scheduled to start and they to have somebody else start the game and use him in relief you know to ever in varlin and when, when varlin found out he raised holy hell i'm a starter uh, i heard that he you know was screaming at toby and everybody i want to start well this was only i i was looking it up it was only one game and, and on, at the end of August, they used their opener for two innings, and then he pitched four innings. But he was really dedicated to being a starter. But right now, he'll do anything they want him to do to make the club. You know, right. so he's 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 changed his attitude on that a little bit. But he's always sensed he's always saw himself as a starter. So hey, what's our what's our plan here with Byron Buxton? Is he? 
I, with restrictions or what's the deal? I would guess I've kept telling uh, Judd this fell, and I think you guys probably agree. With I bet we don't see him in center field till March fifteenth. Do you? You know, I don't think I don't think opening day of spring trading he's going to be out there running around. But if he is, then then more power to everyone who's trying to see if this works or not. But uh, so I, would they just be trying to keep him off his feet for as long as yeah, I would, I, I would almost go the other way and just let, let's find out. Can yeah, you... yeah, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. Let's, you know, I mean, and, and he can be like the rest of the regulars and play three innings to start with. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you, you know, and then by March 15th, you're playing eight, seven or eight. That's I, I think they should do that. Does what good does it do to protect him, protect him, and then just play him first in March 15th? And I don't know if that's what they're going to do. Maybe we, I'm going to run over there now after I'm done, and maybe Rocco can give us some, I'm sure he'll be asked about that, and I, give us some hint as to what the plan is. The plan's probably based on whether he's doing workouts and saying, man, I'm fine, let's go here. So, or, or uh, I got to take today off. <laughs> well, it, 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 it is the, I mean, the, the great drama of this is uh, who's going to be a rotation, how you're going to replace Sonny Gray. But the other, the other great drama is Buxton in center field. So Absolutely. We, we, we all wanted it. Uh, everybody, the fans all last year wanted it. And uh, I, I, I it, it would be interesting to see how they came to this conclusion. Did he go to them? Did they go to him? Uh, did, was it just sit down for an hour and right, hash it around and say, "Listen, you got to play. You got to play center. I got to. I got to play center field. You got to play center field." But it's, 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 the DH is not your deal. So, uh, you know. And the thing is, if he starts playing center field, you know, if he plays four days a week or whatever, you. Then you can DH him a day too, right? I mean, once once he gets in his mm-hmm. groove, you can. Or do you not? And just sit him. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. You get. I suppose it depends on how he's swinging the bat too. But right. uh, it, it's going to be uh, interesting. What's also going to be interesting is if if you need a full time center, a backup center fielder, it's not Willie Castro. So then uh, then somebody like I saw Judd. You said bring back Michael Taylor. And that wouldn't be a poor guy. He's one of those guys where there's a lot of veterans that don't have contracts right now. Yes. Man, they are mm-hmm. a lot of, they are really slow walking the free agents because uh, there's a lot of people in a twin situation losing a lot of money on their regional TV. So they uh, there's look at that list. Bellinger hasn't got a contract. Uh, See, this is why I wonder, because there's a couple Boris guys out there. I keep going back to the deal that they did with Correa two years ago. Is is yeah. Snell, Bellinger, is there, a, is there like a one year and then we get to decide on the player options for a and, few and, years? And does the owner uh, does the owner say, oh, heck with it. Uh, we were, by the way, if they're getting back $40 million of their TV money, or 38 or whatever it is, then they're losing, and then they're losing 15 instead of the the 50 they thought they might be losing. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they could be, you know, they could up the ante here and, uh, you know, change the attitude completely. Snell, uh, yeah, I can see a, I can see a, but the trouble is, what'd you have to give him 30 for the one year? Snell? Probably between 25 and 30. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have yeah. to give him player options for years. Oh, yeah. Two it'd and three. Be the same deal with Correa. Mm-hmm. Listen, yeah. there's nobody more surprised that Correa is still with the Twins, then the Twins. Yep. <laughs> that, was a, that was a one-year deal 
And then the fact that he couldn't go out and find another contract is the reason he ended up staying here, obviously. Yep. But you'd only really need or want Snell for one year anyways, right? You like, His injury history and his lack of innings. Oh, God, it'd be great. It'd be get, great to get One year, 135 innings, and hopefully be healthy in September, October. Carlos Cole. But here's the deal. If he's looking for the big contract... He's a five and fly guy already. When he when he's great, you know, he goes six. He's you know, fewest innings pitched ever for a Cy Young or winner, I think. Yeah. And so he's gonna. You get him, you're gonna get five good innings. That's it. You know, he'd love that here though. Oh, oh, God, yes. It would it work would. perfect here. Yes. It would. And I'd rather have his five innings than Sclafani's five innings hanging by a UCL thread. You know. <laughs> you know who has become underrated and a guaranteed and i voted for him for the twins mvp and i was the only one duran duran is the most important guy they got walking around isn't it i mean to have somebody what do he do blow two or three last year total something yeah he he, he was lights adventures. out he had some adventures at the inning but he fixed the alex Calamay. Emilio Pagan, he picked, he fixed the crisis by being one of the best closers in baseball, and he's a guy that you got to make sure you take care of him, you know. So uh, as far as uh, that, that you know, it, because he did have what was it three years ago? He missed. He only pitched fifteen innings or something with a little something, but uh, he's not a guy you can you know. Have have all these starters only going four to third and five and stuff like that, like they did two years ago. You you can't, you know, you need you need starters going a lot of innings so you can the three relievers you can trust you can use. You know him and Jackson whoever else. I think that's why so, Pat. The if if Blake Snell does go or anyone, it's the five and fly rule with them having so many bullpen options and the game having starters going less and less. Just five arms last year pitched two hundred innings. Five. That was it. Yes. So I, I yes. think just having as many options and like going five innings actually isn't as daunting as it used to be. Or oh god, now we got to go to the bullpen by the six with so many great flamethrowers that teams are just stacking in their bullpens. But the, the thing about the Twins is Sonny pitched 184. Good. That's that's good. That's good in yeah. modern times. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lopez pitched what more than that, right? And uh, so they, you know, their starters. Pitched the third most innings in baseball was it last year or something like that? The it was most, it was close the to the top. Yeah. yeah, close. So uh, to me, that was a key to success last year. Having not having Chris Archer going three and a third, you know, was not uh, you know. You look back on that. That's one of the great stats in Twins history that this guy maxed out at four innings and he got like. 25 starts or something that yeah. took him forever to pull him out of the rotation. You know, and then poor Bundy, who even when he pitched good, they wouldn't let him face the, the, uh, the, the lineup for the third time. That's one of the worst things that's happened with starters, though, is this philosophy of third, third time around the order. I mean, 
but how are you going to go more than five? It means if you're pitching a three hitter after five, you're out because they're coming to the third facing you the third time. Yeah, it is. I mean, I get like obviously a lot of pitchers are worse the third time through, but it's such an exercise and overthinking that, oh, we need to yes. preventatively take every pitcher out a third time. Then the Twins kind of pushed through that last year more than they did two yes, years they ago. Did. Yeah, and but but you look out there and say, okay, how's he throwing? Right. Here comes the top of the third order. Is he still got his good stuff? Uh, let's go here. You know, if he's still throwing our, who was it? Wasn't Pablo was the reverse, right? Pablo gets better. Isn't, isn't that? Yeah. Pablo had rough start. Better. Rough start. No, but, but I mean, yeah. He yeah. Was, he gets better as the game progresses. Yes. Boy, that big, strong horse uh, making 33 starts is pretty important too, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. He's a, he's a big man, man. He's uh, that was uh you know, we all love Louie, but uh, that was a, that was a good trade. We got to admit in uh, in uh, retrospect here. You know, got- Joe Joe Ryan's another one though, Pat. That we I think because he you know he hid the injury and he he kind of yeah. got rocked around there. But if every if every twin starting pitcher last year is pitching at their best, I'd put Joe Ryan's like give me Joe Ryan's best seven innings and best hundred pitches. Yes. Right up there with Pablo and Sonny Gray, but he does he can't yeah. repeat it as often to this point in his career. And la, la, I think the hitters really adjusted to that, you know, because for a while he was only throwing what ninety two, ninety three, but they were always late because mm-hmm. he, he was really successful throwing. The, and then all of a sudden they, you know, he started giving up two home runs a game was his big problem. So, uh, but. He's not going to back off. He's not that, you know, he's got the big personality and he's, uh, he's, you know, he's, he's going to go after him. And, you know, Burke probably gave up 50 one year. So what the heck, you know, <laughs> if they're solos or a guy on base, who gives yeah. a damn? Yeah, that's right. Uh, and, uh, you know, he, they probably, it'll be interesting to talk to him. I wonder if they had him go try to, uh, refine another pitch or something like that. Cause that, that high fastball was, uh, boy, he was, when he was good and the hitters were trying to adjust to him the first two times they saw him, that was, that made it easy for him. But he's a real competitor. And uh, Paddock's a big question, too. I mean, they loved everything about the way he threw, but uh, we talked about it. He's you know, pitching two years. That's a, that's a big ask to all of a sudden you're going to be my third starter and make 32 starts. I doubt that. So, yeah. Anyway, but it's, uh, I like the lineup, though. Oof, I really do. I think that, uh, you know, Jeffers is obviously going to catch 100 games this year, and the other guy's going to catch fewer if Jeffers hits like he did last year. You know, and, but well, Kirilov's a big, big question because of his injuries. But if you got him and Julian and uh, Correa and Royce Lewis in the infield, there's not going to be many infields around that hit better than that. That's pretty good. Yeah, Craig's if you gonna, if you get Craig's gonna have a better year with the bat too. I think. Absolutely, yeah. If he's if he's healthy with the foot, I mean, if you get a full season or even 135, 140 games of healthy Correa, healthy Royce Lewis, that enough. That's enough right there to get you to like 90 wins, 88, 90 wins, and then we'll see if if Kirilov. There's a lot of ifs here, but man, the best version of this lineup is a lot of dudes in their prime, mid 20s, and and then Carlos Correa. So I'm I'm with you, Pat. I like this lineup. Yeah. I'm still, uh, I'm still interested. Is, is Kepler going to be here? Uh, I, I still, because because they don't like to let guys walk. So uh, it's, it's, you know. But don't you think they'll try to flip him still for a pitcher here in the next few weeks? 
Yeah, I, I kind of do because, uh, you know, he and Rocco were uh, cross swords there for a while in the middle of the season. And then all of a sudden, the second half of the season, he was a hell of a player. Yeah, but he, he was, he was, we talked about it the other day. He was awful for a while. I, I, I think they, I, I just don't know. I was saying, uh, the Yankees would have been a great fit, but then they got this guy named Soda to take care of that problem. So that, yeah. That, that, <laughs> Where are the Blue Jays at with how that? How many home runs are Judge and Soto going to hit in that ballpark? It is, Judge, it is funny. Judge, like The, twi- the Twins Judge went to the market with their, hey, we have a lefty hitter for you. They're like, actually, uh, we, just, we just bought Judge, an Aston Martin. So Judge hit 25 pop flies to right center field for home runs each of the last two years. And now this guy's going to be pulling the ball there and yeah. hit. He'll hit 80. It's going to be on, he's going to see that wall after being out in San Diego and say, are you kidding me? Yeah. I could get fooled and hit a home run. And it's great. I'm sure Aaron Boone likes to have the boost in the lineup, but the yeah. temperature on Aaron Boone's seat just oh, went yeah. up to 11 out of 10 with that yeah. acquisition. Now, this isn't the crazy Steinbrenner, but he'll still pull the trigger quick. Yeah, he's got to. I was, a lot of people were surprised he survived, you know. Yeah. So. Yankees, Yankees uh, have not been in the World Series since uh, 14 years without being in the World yep. Series. Pretty amazing. Yep. Hal Steinbrenner's no fun, though. No, he isn't. We Four don't get nearly. Fun. He is. He is. He is concerned about the bottom line, and he ain't concerned about stuff his old man was. Mm-hmm. It's not nearly as much fun. It was great in, the, in, in his later years for me to become George's buddy. So much so we could watch the swimming together in Barcelona. It was uh, George and I, which was something because I took more cheap shots at George than anybody ever. But I'm in I'm in Minneapolis. What's he care? George's name in print was all George cared about. (laughs) He just loved to see his name in print. And the New York Post and the Daily News loved to have him back there on the back cover too. Great, it was it was amazing. Yeah, well, reach out to your Yankee fan friends. 14 years, no World Series. Just check check on your Yankee fan friends in your life, audience. Yes, Make sure yes, they're okay. So our, uh, our uh, Wolves kind of messed around and then put them away in the fourth quarter. That's what you're supposed to do with bad teams, right? It was a back-to-back. They got in at 3 in the morning. You know, you're yeah. playing the Blazers. Now you, get to, now you get to play them in two days, and they won't. the Blazers won't show up with as much interest this time. So, you, so they're going to hit the break at what? What's the record going to be? What are, what are they, 37 and 16 right now? Or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Man alive. And yeah, they're Edward, going to beat the Blazers by 35 points tomorrow night. Yeah, they should. Are we going to get the other Morris or not? Well, I mean, Dallas? Pat Beverly, NBA insider, is reporting right. that he uh, now Marcus Morris isn't technically able to sign anywhere because I think he's still, I think he's still a spur. They haven't bought yeah, him out he yet. Has so. to be, they're going to. Uh, he's going to run of those buyout things supposedly. Yeah. But his twin brother. Is it we got Marquise. a lot of Morris in this league? His twin brother is trying to get him to come to Dallas. So, so, but I don't know if uh, you know if he's got a chance to come here and play with these guys and shoot threes. He'll be, uh, you know, maybe they'll maybe they'll get him. That'd be uh, then we we'd have too many Morrises too. But uh, so that that guy hasn't. Uh, I didn't get to see the game last night. And uh, did uh, Monte Morris? Monte, does he? What's he playing? Twelve minutes behind. Ricardo yeah, he now? played eighteen the first night. Then he played oh, right. like eleven or twelve last night. And, and he's admittedly, you know, he's he's still rusty because he missed the first three months with 
a bad. I'm pretty sure the Pistons said, hey, can you give us like eight minutes a night for a couple weeks so we can trade you? And he said, I'd love to get out of here. So he's still kind of working his way back. But yeah, he's he's good. uh, Isn't the buyout another great gimmick by the NBA to create interest? Once the trading deadline's over, we're not done yet. One of these good teams might have another eight-time all-star on his team, uh, yeah. you know, in a week because he's not because he's on a bad team. It's uh, I, I wonder what the commissioner's office thinks of this. Or they they probably don't. Like I think it. they like yeah. it. Yeah. By the way, oh, the big not- the big news in the NBA this morning: uh, Ramona Shelburne and somebody else uh, reporting that at the last minute on the trade deadline. The Warriors put together a package and tried to lure LeBron James to Golden State from the Lakers, wow. mm, really? but it, it didn't come to fruition. But they're expecting that it might potentially be a thing this summer during the free agency period. Wow! Wow! Yeah, he's 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 going to look around at the Lakers and say, "Okay, where can I go and try to play for the title?" But they got to, you know, the big one of their big problems up there is Clay is just a shadow of what he is yeah. they're paying what he's paying 50 million or something they need clay to just kind of stand in the corner and just yeah. he needs to play the ray allen at the end of his career role just <laughs> yes, just stand right. in the corner and knock down some threes and yes yes ray allen uh you know people people are still wondering if we should have made that steph for ray allen trade way back <laughs> <That's when. me. laughs> steph was fun though steph was fun until he decided i gotta get as much money in garnett you can't. It's yeah. impossible. I don't care. I want as much money as Garnett. Okay. Which, see ya. Uh, see ya. I had to go. That that trade was ruined. That trade ruined uh, ruined uh, a, a great career for Steph because uh, he ended up in China getting a statue built about him. Okay. He was maybe more famous in China by the end of his career mm-hmm. than he was. I think it soured too. McHale too. Yeah. Yeah. I probably. Although you know. I mean, they had to run after he was out of here. So that, yeah. uh, they had their good years after he was out of here. So, well, Pat, we we got to run, but we'll do it again tomorrow and Friday, and uh, yeah, we'll keep the the spring training updates coming from Fort Myers. All right, we'll have more information for you tomorrow. So sounds good. Right. Goodbye. See all right, uh, Pat Royce on the beat for Scorn Arthur Royce and Chain, presented by Josh Arnold, investment consultant, Mister Money Talk.